It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, July 6th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. The Sitka Fine Arts Camps High School Camp wraps up at the end of this week, and campers won't just be taking memories home with them. Each one will be bringing home a brand new guitar. It's possible through a new partnership with Free Guitars for Kids. Ben Dudley is the executive director of the nonprofit. We believe that every kid should have the opportunity to experience the joy and tangible benefits of owning a musical instrument. Dudley says before free guitars, their founder, Terry Esau, was giving away bicycles. And he had some bikes in his garage that were his kids that had grown up. And he's like, you know, I should fix these bikes up and give them away. And then he got his bike club to do it. And the next thing you know, he's like giving away 500 bikes in Minneapolis. And then they started it as a nonprofit. And now they're in 22 cities across the country. They've given away over 150,000 bikes. One day, Esau's friend, Damon Danielson, heard a news story about the decline of music education. He reached out and said they should do the same thing for kids with guitars. Dudley had been leading the organization since last summer. In that time, they've given away over 700 guitars all over the country, from Nashville to Portland, and now Sitka. I was in the airport flying to Nashville wearing my free Guitars for Kids sweatshirt. And this lady saw it and started a conversation with me. And her husband happened to be a pilot for Alaska Airlines. And she's like, you know, my husband, he's been a pilot for Alaska Airlines for a long time. He's really, like, connected. Maybe we can get Alaska Airlines to help you. And They connected Dudley with a representative at Alaska Airlines, where he learned of the Sitka Fine Arts Camp and an opportunity to reach kids from across the state. They shipped over 150 guitars to Sitka. For elementary campers, acoustic guitars with softer nylon strings. Middle and high school campers scored electric guitars. Dudley says his nonprofit likes to partner with organizations like the Fine Arts Camp that provide the training so that students are mentored with their new guitars. These kids, they come to camp, but a lot of them go home and they don't have a guitar to continue their journey, their musical journey. So they get this really cool experience, but then when they go home, unless they're able to afford it or they they seek out the instrument, it kind of stops there. And now they're going to be able to continue their music journeys at home because of this gift. Dudley is visiting Sitka this weekend and will give a presentation on the program at the concert showcasing final camp performances on Saturday night. He says he's looking forward to hearing students jam out on their new guitars. A new housing agency has rolled out its first round of grants to kickstart the construction of about 80 new homes across the state, including Sitka. Housing Alaskans, a public-private partnership known as HAP, was formed to ease Alaska's severe housing shortage. It puts its money where the need is great. So far, it's funded homes for seniors, low- to middle-income families, survivors of domestic violence, and those in need of supportive housing. But as KNBA's Rhonda McBride tells us, HAP's mission is bigger than just building homes. With $4 million in requests, the $750,000 in grants that HAP gave out is really just a drop in the bucket. But it's what HAP calls the first in a series of strategic investments. It was expensive to build up here before, but it's really expensive now. Preston Simmons, who chairs the board for HAP, says the housing shortage hurts not just those who need a place to live, but the entire state. It's causing a real hardship for recruiting and workforce, and also a lot of families are leaving the state just because of cost and affordability of homes. 
A big problem, Preston Simmons says, especially for communities with tourism, is the high number of rentals converted to Airbnbs or short-term rentals. Michelle French, Rural Cap's Director of Rural Housing, says that trend has hit Soldotna hard because there's no longer incentive for landlords to rent to low- and middle-income families. They can make quite a lot of money in a very short period of time, and so it's taking all of those homes off of the long-term rental market, and it's making it very difficult for uh, families to be able to find long-term rentals or if they're looking to become homeowners. HAP's funding comes just in time to help Rural Cap finish a self-help housing project for nine families in Soldotna, which saw the pandemic drive up costs with delays and price hikes for building materials. In this project, families supply about 65% of the labor to build their homes and get low-interest loans to pay off the rest. Faith Tulek from Hooper Bay, a community on the Bering Sea coast, knows firsthand how important Rural Cap's self-help program is. She got involved in an earlier Rural Cap project after she had moved to the Kenai Peninsula to finish her schooling, but then decided against moving back home. There'd be no way we could get our own place out there. Tulik says the only option for her husband and two children would have been to move into her mother's home. So like my mom, my sister and her kids and my brother and her sisters, some might have like smaller homes with just about the same amount of people. Faith Tulik says it's typical for families in Hooper Bay to double up even triple up in their homes, often with about 10 people to a household. She says she wishes that there could be a self-help housing project for Hooper Bay. Perhaps someday, if HAP accomplishes all that it hopes to do. Preston Simmons says HAP wants to work with other nonprofits to find creative solutions to Alaska's housing shortage. Alaskans have a lot of great ideas and work really hard but there are so many different organizations, they often work in different silos. If you can create a coordinating entity that kind of connects those dots, you can get a lot done. At the top of Simmons' list, to find ways to cut down on the cost of building materials, especially for rural Alaska, where the cost of housing can run as high as $900 per square foot, about three times more than in urban areas. In Anchorage, I'm Rhonda McBride. For its first round of grants, HAP prioritized housing projects that needed extra funding to get across the finish line. Among some of the recipients, the Sitka Homeless Coalition's Little Houses Project, the Nome Community Center's Home Plate Apartments, a Housing First Project, Aware's Cordova Street Housing Project for Domestic Violence Survivors in Juneau, Aspen House for Seniors in Wasilla, and New Housing Construction in Nikolai. Stones, hammers, and tree trunks hurled through the air in Homer last weekend at the annual Kachmak Bay Highland Games, a chance for athletes from Alaska and beyond to show off their strength alongside Celtic musicians and local vendors. KBBI's Sabine Pooks was at the Games Saturday and has this story. Come on, guys, field record here. Wearing a kilt speckled with ironed-on patches, Anchorage athlete Rob Moody picks up a large burlap cube using a pitchfork and faces a tall gate. Travis Ogden of Homer watches on. So that's a burlap bag with hay and sometimes chain in it to make it heavy enough. 
and it's 16 pounds, and I think he's throwing at 33 feet, but I'm not sure. So this is, if he makes this, it's a field record. Moody throws the bag, known as a sheaf, and narrowly misses the mark, getting the height right, but not quite nailing the placement. Still, it's higher than anyone's thrown a sheaf today, which makes Moody the winner in his age category. Ogden and the other athletes hoot and holler for their team. I think when, when this starts at the beginning of the event, none of us know each other's names, and probably two events in, we all know each other's names, and everybody cheers each other on. It's kind of nice. The sheaf toss is one of the events in the annual Ketchumac Bay Highland Games, a celebration of Scottish culture and great feats of strength. There are games every year in Palmer and in Homer, where Renee Krause has been coordinating for 12 years. Um, we're really busy this year. <laughs> um, there seems to be a lot more people uh, coming through and a lot more people from out of the area, too. Krause attended Highland Games as a kid in Florida and today clerks Homer's Parks Commission, which is where the local games started in 2011. This year's event is in memory of her daughter, Rhiannon Winstead, who did the artwork for the organization and passed away fighting a battle with cancer last year. Today, the games in Homer bring up judges from Idaho and athletes from around the country. Uh, we've got two athletes on the field that uh, are from California. We had a runner for the Kilted 5K that was from Australia. Kraus says sometimes they'll get tourists who are vacationing in Homer and decide to sign up. The games also draw a wide range of spectators, like Kim Keck of Soldatna. He's watching from beneath a shady tree as athletes toss sheafs and cabers, or large tree trunks, and like many others, he's taken the chance to dress the theme, a combination of traditional Scottish and medieval garb. Um, I have what's called a modern kilt. Uh, this is the tartan of Clan McNeil. Uh, my grandmother was a McNeil and uh, from the Isle of Barra. And so Keck wears a purse around his waist and a dagger in his kilt band. On his feet are knee-high leather boots he bought at a Renaissance festival in his home state of Maryland. Uh, it's a great chance to get outside, enjoy the beautiful weather, and have fun, and have some food, and listen to some music, and dress up in costume. The Scottish Games have taken anchorages Rob Moody around the continent. He's the athlete who was trying to beat the sheep toss record at the top. I actually grew up down the street from where the big one used to be in Eagle River. So it started about the time I was born in the early 80s and uh, kind of watched it as I was growing up new. One day I'm going to do this. I really want to do it. He says uh, it's easier on the body than other sports like powerlifting. And he says it's a lot of fun. You finally find something that you're good at. You know what I mean? Uh, I just took to it like a duck to water, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and who knows, you might take to it like a duck to water, too. In Homer, I'm Sabine Pooks. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.